One, two, three. She got goals. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. And welcome back to She Got Goals podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We yes. appreciate you coming back. Welcome to our fourth episode. Oh Yay. my God, four. We are moving right along here. Um, this is She Got Goals podcast, where our mission is to support and motivate women in countless areas of life. Our goal is to mentor the next woman going through career headaches, relationship woes, family drama, loss of a loved one, and everyday chick stuff. And I am Shayna. And I'm Daynette. And we are two alpha females who are both learning and navigating life after 40. Yes, indeed. And before we start, Daynette, I have to give a shout out to uh, Jay Lanier, who yes. did that beautiful vocal. Thank you. Um, I have received some shade from bit, um, several people about my shit. <laughs> That was I the original. I appreciate y'all. That was the original. <laughs> Thank you, original. That was my idea. And Jay Lanier just made it made it extra special. He put and some perfect. stank on he it, right? He did put some stank in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Jay Lanier. He is a professional with ACD, I might say. Thank you. Yes, thank you, boo. Okay. We, we appreciate it. Before we get started with tonight's topic, I just wanted to, to say we are live, guys. We are available Yay! on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on TuneIn. We are available anywhere and everywhere that you are looking to hear some good, good message in a podcast. Well, not on everything. Well, uh, on iTunes is... By the time that you, you hear this, we'll be on iTunes. Don't worry. We're going to get okay. there. You can also find us on Instagram or Facebook at She Got Goals Podcast. You can message us. You can provide us some comments, some feedback. You yes. know, hit us in our DM if you got something you want to share. Yes. If you want to be a guest, send us a message. She Got Goals Podcast at gmail.com. And again, you can find us on Instagram and on Facebook at She Got Goals Podcast. Okay. So thank you to never that good content in the thank beginning. You. That's what thank I you. do. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight's topic, episode four topic is Are you a good friend? Hmm. Hmm. Are you a good friend? And well. um before we start out, I have to ask my friend who's sitting to my <laughs> left. Um, am I a great friend, Dana? You, you changed it to great. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great yes. <laughs> yes, Shana, you are a great friend. Thank you. Not even good. <laughs> well, Shana, do you think you're a great friend? Um <laughs> I think I'm a great friend. Wait, wait, no, no. I'll, I'll let's define friendship first and okay. then I'll let you decide okay. if you have yes, that. Yes, I do have a true definition thanks to Google. Mm-hmm. Um Wait, am I a good friend? Yeah, you didn't ask the question. Yes, you are a great friend. Thank you. <laughs> yes, you are a great friend. Well, I can tell you some others that are not. But anyway, we'll go on to that later. But a true definition of a friend, a true friend, is someone who lets you have total freedom to be yourself and especially to feel. Mm. Do you think you are yourself in our relationship? Are you hindering anything towards me? Do you feel yourself <laughs> that you can't be vulnerable to express yourself day net with me? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, sorry, that was hilarious. What? No, I feel like I can definitely be myself. I can express myself. I feel like I don't have to hold back anything that I want to say. Like that's the best part about having a good friend, right? Yeah. So you can be honest and true without any backlash, mm-hmm. without any judgment. You just judged me a little bit earlier. Wait, what? You didn't. Well, you didn't judge me, but you gave me good friend advice, and I was oh. able to listen and hear it with my open heart yeah. because we're good friends, and I think that's what makes a good friendship. Absolutely. If you can't really be honest with your friend, then what? What's the that's point? The point exactly. Like if you feel like you have to bite your tongue or you're going to um, trigger something, and you mm-hmm. know, that, and you feel like I don't need to say that because it might make them feel sad or some kind of way, then I don't know if that's a true, a true true friend, friend. Mm-hmm. I mean it could be an associate yeah mm-hmm. that's true um I have to learn in life that a uh, majority of the people you're around are associates that's, it takes a, a lot to become a friend um I used to be the one that's to call everybody my friend I'm like oh that's my friend that's my friend that's my friend my mm-hmm. co-worker's my friend my church friends are my friend my this person's my friend I will call everybody you be friend. meeting people at the gym and they be your friend yeah they do <laughs> And I would be trying to like kumbaya with everybody, uh-huh. but I had to learn later in life that everyone is not your friend. I had to learn that through people who love me, who told me, hey, that person is not your friend. Mm-hmm. Even though I was like, well, wait, I think, no, no, they're not. And I had to learn as the older, older I was, older I'm getting, is that my quality of friends have um, shrank. Right. And it's not like the massive number that I think I told you in another podcast. I have mm-hmm. a lot of girlfriends. I do have a lot of girlfriends, but the core group of my friends, I have like a fantastic, fabulous five. They mm-hmm. know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, those are, I consider friends. Right. right. Um, and I do have friends. Um, I have more, of course, we all have more associates than friends, but I, I am blessed to have good girlfriends and i'll tell you um Um, before you do you feel like um that you can do you feel like you can uh be honest with this your fabulous five and you can be yourself and you can actually be Shayna in this group of friends that you have yeah absolutely they want to be a fabulous five Mm -hmm. if they didn't know the dark and the bright mm-hmm. of Shayna. Mm-hmm. Um, if they can't tell me when I'm wrong or where I where I need to be checked or corrected, mm-hmm. they can do that. Um, this group of girls have um, it's a collection of childhood friends, mm-hmm. and I'm great and I'm thankful to say I have childhood friends. Mm-hmm. That's a blessing. Mm-hmm. In this group, all the way up through college friends through uh, friends I met at work. And I think you capped the five of being one of girlfriends. I just made the cut. (laughs) just made the cut (laughs) of my good, good core group of girlfriends. But um, I, I, I will say that I do have some older good girlfriends um, that are not part of my fabulous five, but they're the older girlfriends that guide me. And I have three Mm -hmm. older sisters that I would say that um, mentor me. They're my mentors. Mm -hmm. And they are friends. They're not associated. Mm -hmm. They're friends. And they're like I go to guidance um, as well. So yeah, I I am blessed to have those older girlfriends, older sisters in my life. They know who they are. One happens to be where I work at. Uh, Shout out to Debbie. Um, The other two I talked about a previous podcast. I think podcast two of Toxic Relationships and Mm -hmm. that's Miss Angie and Miss Yolanda. And you met them both um you actually met all three of them yeah 
Um, so they are instrumental in my life and they have uh they they're, they're older and they they're knowledgeable they mm-hmm. can see things that i cannot see and give me feedback say it's gonna be okay and i really truly and then you all say the same thing too my fellas five say the same thing too <laughs> I, I i'm not gonna say that they that yeah you but all it's, it's it's good to hear the same sort of feedback from some a person who's lived a little bit more and have mm-hmm. a little bit more life experience mm-hmm. um it's good to have uh, older women in your corner too yeah. Because they provide that extra little bit of guidance that, that people that's on the same level with you, you know, we have our own little kind of advice that we could give, but mm-hmm. it's definitely better if you have older people, that coaching part, that yeah. mentoring part, it's, it's something that every woman should have. I agree. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I have reached back out into the flock and I have a little person that I coach, little Miss Erica. <laughs> I love Erica. Yeah, Erica. Hey, Erica. Yeah, and I saw something in her that resembled me. Mm -hmm. And I saw that she was like a go-getter and she was just thriving. And um, she graduated from Howard. She's just a good girl. Yeah. So I I, want to mentor her like I was mentored. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, shout out to Erica. But I want to talk about the three types of friendships because there are three types, people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, Google. Thanks to Google. (laughs) Uh, Broken down easily for me to understand. I think people will understand these three different categories of friendship. Mm -hmm. The one is friendships of utility, which means the benefits. Mm. Uh, What's beneficial to you to be my friend? I mean, do they have a lot of celebrities or a lot of people that, you know, you want to get to know you're using them for their, their networking? Um, The second type of friendship is friendships of pleasure. Do you all like going to the strip club together? Do you <laughs> do you do you like to knit and crochet? Do you like to go to yoga? And then you have like a you know a mutual friendship like that. <laughs> Why would I go to strip clubs? Hey hey. You should be familiar with that. But anyway, well, I so, got those friends. <laughs> so, you know, do you have friendships of pleasure? And last but definitely not least is friendships of the good. And this mm-hmm. is the one that's the most important. It's based on respect, appreciation, and loyalty. <laughs> and I feel like if you have more than a handful of friends that are based on that friendship of the good, you, my friend, are truly blessed indeed and um my significant other says that a lot like you know uh you have a lot of a lot of friends and you know he's an introvert so he has you know a a smaller window of uh, people he confides in but the thing about it is that yes i am blessed because i tell him like if anything happens to me my ride or die group of team five in the Mm -hmm. middle of the night they will be there yes indeed okay so um it's it's through thick and thin of the 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 obstacles of life Mm -hmm. that has tested me and my friendships to see that person or if they're loyal to be in that circle and not everybody's not in that circle it's just treated as associated and keep it moving Mm -hmm. but i am blessed to have uh um some good friendships so Danette do you think do you have a lot of good friendships <laughs> or how, where, where is your walk in life when it comes to being a good girlfriend I actually do not have a lot of good friends but I have a very very good reason why because I have a big family of sisters and cousins well how did I fit in you're one of the rare people <laughs> weird <laughs> one of the rare people who broke in I've always had oh, rare okay rare not weird oh. rare 
I've always had maybe at the most two or three girl- girlfriends at the time. Wow. At a time. But I have um, about four sisters. I have four sisters. I have about, what did I say about? I have three sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I have one sister cousin. And I have lots of other cousins. My mom is one of my besties. What's a sister cousin? My sister cousin is, my cousin and I are six months apart. When we were little and growing up, we were always together and we thought we were sisters. Okay, got it. We were each other's first siblings before we had other siblings. That's why I've never been an only child, even though my next sister is seven years younger than me. Hmm. Because I've always had my cousin. And Wait she, a minute. Rashida, seven years? Rashida, seven years? Girl, why do you think Rashida are our age? Because we be having so much fun. But <laughs> no, we still have fun. Like, still, like, hey, shout out to Rashida. <laughs> hey, Rashida. Um, but, and then with my baby sisters being younger than me, it's so funny now. My youngest sisters are 26 and 27. So now that I'm 40, when I talk to them like good girlfriends, they give me advice from such a, a so separate millennial perspective. It's amazing. Is I, it? You should get a young girlfriend because they're crazy. I have Erica. Oh, you do have Erica. Erica okay. does keep me in check. I, I think I'm like old to her because I'll be like, what is that acronym? That's what my baby sister and Everything's other, acronym now. Yes. I just don't understand it. I don't get it as well. Um, when my when, <laughs> when my sister told me that we should have people hit us in our DM, I was like, "Are we safe to say that? Like that sounds inappropriate." Yeah, but sound. listen, if you guys want to hit us in our DM, we are on Instagram and she got ghost podcast. Well, yeah. But anyway, my sisters, my mom is one of my besties. You know, my mom is yes, my travel you are, buddy. You if you if you moms. see me on Facebook, you know it's always me and my mama. That's my ride or die. Yes, that is your ride or die. Uh, so I got sisters, sister cousin, I got mama, and then on the side, there's always been one or two good girlfriends who have to come in and blend in with my family set. My family, you know, they they don't like new people coming in, so you gotta fit. That, they, well, some of them don't. <laughs> some of them don't. That's true. If you if you make it past my sisters, then you one of us. You like in the family and you made it through. Oh, I should feel honored. You should, cause, <laughs> cause they like you and you allowed to come around and be in family functions and stuff. Uh, yeah. So, but having your family as your friends brings a different dynamic because when we argue and when we fight, you can't not be friends anymore <laughs> because you're always family. And I've had some girlfriends who we did not get along and I have not spoken to them since. And yet, nothing wrong with that. There isn't. Um, sometimes you have bad friend experiences, but I, I I can't tell those stories because my bad friends experiences were my family, and we still related. Wow. So, so you really don't have nothing to add in this podcast, then. <laughs> <laughs> no, not because they listening. <laughs> anyway. What's your bad friend experience? It's a one-sided conversation tonight. I'm back you up. How are you going to talk about your... Si- okay, anyway. Yes, so since I, it's only my brother and I, and um, yeah, so I'm not an only, I'm not an only child. I have a younger brother, and uh, I had circles, different types of circles. I had my church group friends. I had my Girl Scout friends. I had my African <laughs> dance friends. I had uh, my choir friends. Mm-hmm. I had um, just circles, different types of circles. And I had to get to a point where I was trying to kumbaya all the circles one time. Like I wanted to have a get together over my house. And it just wasn't a good look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have tried to intermingle right. um, and have a kumbaya experience with all, that but don't work all the time. it doesn't work all the time. And I was told by an old friend, rest in peace, 
that you cannot do that. Uh, <laughs> Krista, you cannot do that, Shane, and I always would try. You got to have your different friend sets. And I remember did. that the sets operate separately. But the thing about it is that one person like myself can be stretched so thinly. That's true. And like you want to be able, it's hard to balance it because you yeah. know you had the career. Um, at the time I was married and then you have your marriage, your career, then your friends, and then you're trying to do your meantime, your me time. I mean, yeah. it's like all of that and all these like five or six circle groups. And so that's why I was to trying to together. bring them together because it was becoming so much. <laughs> and I can see this in my mind. I can see the party happening. That just don't sound like it's going to work. It just didn't. It didn't. And then I also know that I've outgrown certain circle groups. It's true. That happened. And it did happen in my 20s. Um, and I remember some friends that I was really close with, like I was like extremely close, and I don't even know where they at. Like mm. I haven't talked to them in years. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I'm just talking about these women were like really close to me at a point in my life. It was a season, mm-hmm. and we would go we'd travel. And I don't know where they're at. I have a, quite a few friends that I met along my pathway of path. Um, of friends and we're not close as the world so they just came in my life for a reason in the season right right but I also know that I have been involved in one of the type of oh, I've been involved in the three types of friendships which is the friendship of UT which is the benefits I definitely have been um in that type of friendship and it doesn't feel good mm-hmm. I have been used been before used. Mm-hmm. um and that really doesn't feel good I have been in a friendship of pleasure which is not it's okay remember when I was going crazy with Zumba and I'm like I gotta do Zumba I was off trying to she be a Zumba captain Zumba. and everything like I wanted to be a Zumba instructor I was mm-hmm. really Zumba Zumba and I met some cool people through Zumba but of course the relationship after Zumba ended it kind of the relationship kind of dissolved on itself right. So, but you know, I like I like friendships of, of pleasure because mm. for me with my sisters, I always have some some something somebody to do things with. But sometimes they don't want to do the stuff I want to do. Uh-huh. And you know, you're a single mom, you're not always available. And right. other friends, I think I might be the only friend in my friend group that doesn't have kids. So for me to find a friend who just likes to do the same stuff I like to do, like you know, go to an open mic or do a sip and paint or something. Mm-hmm. Those friends are useful, but we don't. Really, <laughs> we don't have not. Oh, I'm using them. We don't have. To, <laughs> we don't have to talk on the phone every day all the time, but we can get together and do that thing that we like. There's actually yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually a lot of fun. Well, I mean, come on, let's be honest. Who talks on the phone every day? We're not in high school. No. Like I, wrote, I have had my lessons learned of friendship when I was in high school, mm-hmm. where I found out, like. I know I was a bad friend of somebody I will admit and then I know that in turn that I got a lot well a couple of life lessons that a couple of girls did me wrong mm-hmm. um I know that in ninth grade I remember this like I shared one of my so-called best friend secrets I know and I, I could I could be open and honest and say that this still even to this day I could talk about it that she and I were really cool um she was a little rough around the edges but I was so many I was friends with so many people that somebody talked to say something and I said no that's not what happened I shared her secret and oh. she wanted to fight me like it returned she turned into my enemy mm. and I will never forget this like I really felt bad and it was my fault mm-hmm. and I I mean it was a lesson that I have learned <laughs> I can talk about it now at age 41 but to this day it was my fault of the demise of the relationship right. and I had to swallow it and she became my enemy like she wanted to fight me and rightfully so I shouldn't have ran my mouth mm-hmm 
So I learned then, and then I guess it, it backfired on me because I had some girlfriends that are that were considered my friends, and this is an all in high school, and you're learning. And I was I was a virgin throughout high school, which mm-hmm. I was proud of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, thanks to my mom who gave me a virginity contract where I couldn't have sign up, couldn't have sex until <laughs> until I graduated high y'all, school. Y'all need to rewind back to episode three to hear the, the rest of this story. Did I one. say that in episode three? Yeah, or the we virginity con- contract. Okay, mm-hmm. so it actually worked because I did not. I had sex mm-hmm. all throughout high school because <laughs> I had the fear of my mom because I signed that contract. But I had experienced life lessons of girls who I thought were my friend because I would like get the popular guys mm-hmm. and be dating the popular guys. And I'm like, oh, I'm dating such and such. But I found out those friends were sleeping with him because I wasn't putting out. And I was like, but wait a minute, you're my friend. And I had to really know and understand what a true friend mm-hmm was um to me at an early age right. so you imagine you're going through high school you think you the girl you the captain of the chilies in ninth grade you doing you and have the, the, the popular boy and you told your good girlfriend secret and she want to fight you then you get some more new friends and they done slept with your man <laughs> i was going through a <laughs> time in high school and I just realized, like, oh, my God, like, now I know how, what kind of friend I want to be right. and what is a true friend. I had the lessons learned on both ends. Right. And um, it took some time. Yeah. And it took some took, took some some lashing for me to get to where I am. And even in college, like, uh, I mean, I had experience in college, but I think as I got older and mature... I started to understand the value of someone really being loyal. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just going to go into it like it was far because since I had the experience of a friendship, like I, loyalty is key to me. Right. Like I, I, that's one of my key things. If you are loyal to me, I am, if anyone knows how Scorpio is, we're going to be loyal to you back. And I never forget this. Um, it was a time when I was pregnant with my son. And I remember I had put my girlfriends through hell. Uh, shout out to Shannon. I've heard horror stories about pregnant Shannon. I'm kind of glad I wasn't there for that. Girl, you probably would have, you know, you probably would have ended our friendship. Maybe. Shout out to Shannon and Renata who hey held me down. Hey, girls. They know what I'm talking about. They would, and, they, and they, if they would have this table, they would be like, oh my God, girl, Shannon was, I was just, I was high maintenance. But anyway, I, uh, when I was pregnant, I know I took my girlfriends through the ringer. I know I drove them crazy. <laughs> and the type of girlfriend I am, I reciprocate that love back. I might be a hell on wheels to deal with for a little bit, mm-hmm. but I, I show you love in return. So it was one time, it was this trip that I planned for my good girlfriends because I wanted to reward them. It was like, thank you for getting me through this, me being pregnant and going through and the emotions and feelings and everything. And I remember I was um, invited a certain group of girls mm-hmm. and I planned it to a team. I had um, helped by my mom and we will go away. And, and the reality of it is I had this one girl who I <laughs> was my lesson learned. Part of my, one of my hardest lessons learned as an adult of, is this a type of friendship, a friendship utility or benefits or a friendship of the good. I had to really figure that out mm-hmm. and it took 
a lot of lashes and maturity to figure out which one she category she fit in. So this particular situation, I uh, was telling everybody to be at my house at a certain time because we were going to go away for a girl's trip. I had henna tattoos and a chef and massages. I had all these, you know what I mean, going on. Like, you know, know. that. I go we do all a big. out. Yes. We do it big. And I do it big for my girlfriends. All they had to do is show up and knew about the event. And I remember we were sitting around waiting for them to show up at my house. Mm-hmm. Waiting and waiting. And then all of a sudden, uh, I felt compelled to invite one of their friends so that she could feel comfortable. And that was one thing that we yeah. were talking about, like how you kind of like change your 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 situation scenario to a piece somebody else exactly. that was like a, 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 a sign that was a sign right there um, flag. and I was just like I don't even know why I'm even inviting her because she's not even in my cool cool group but anyway I'm gonna invite her I'm gonna invite her anyway mm-hmm. and it just shifted like I was pregnant waiting and then all of a sudden I got a phone call saying oh we're not gonna be able to make it what how you do that, boo? And I'm like seven months pregnant. My girlfriends who are there waiting for them to show up. And she's speaking for other people to say, oh, they can't come too. I was inviting them just to appease you so you could come. And then now they're not going to come because of, you know what? I had an anxiety attack. I was, I, I had an anxiety attack carrying my first child. And I remember uh, my ex-husband was like, you know what, Shayna, this is, hey, this is, you know, you know what you're you're dealing with. It's right. up to you. You want to continue to allow this kind of treatment. Exactly. Uh, my mom was there. She assured me and the girls, they were going to be taken care of. I had my mom there. So it wasn't like I'm trying to put them in harm's way. I mean, I had girlfriends. I had families. I wasn't going to put my girlfriends into any kind of harm's way. Because it, what it was, it was a hurricane that was happening that weekend. And it was all this winds going to come. And we, we, we were going to make the best out of it and come back earlier. But let's just keep on with the plan. But I tell you what, that right there, when I challenged my loyalty, it was a wrap. Mm-hmm. That right there was like, I would never allow this person to get close to my heart again. Mm-hmm. And it's till this day, it's seven on, Jackson will be eight. It's, it's like, I, the person I try, but I know where you are, where you stand. Right. I, I will never allow you to get that close to me ever again to break me down like that. I will never do that to you. That's a lesson learned right there. Because, it was a hard uh, lesson. It, but it's important because sometimes when you're an adult, you forgive a lot of things that you probably wouldn't on a regular basis under the pretense of that's my friend. It's okay. Sometimes when you have certain friendships, you have to understand the type of friend that you have and you have to meet people where they are. Mm-hmm. But then there's also an instance where it's like where you are just isn't good for me. So I can't yeah. meet you there anymore. Right. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And that's where I was at my life. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I'm about to have new beginnings, a child. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for this nonsense. Right. We can't continue. Like you know, this. we can't continue. And then anything that is a burden that takes up so much. Mm-hmm. Then it's just like it looks like a, a, a relationship with you know your partner. You got to you make some some hard decisions of saying that this would benefit me, right, or not. <laughs> like I, I'm not going to sit here and allow you to mistreat me. Mm-hmm. That's like, key right there. That because why? How is this a friendship anymore? If I feel like I'm being mistreated, there you go. And I will say this: I will. Go, I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm going to list what are characteristics of a good friend, mm-hmm. and then. Danette, you're going to talk about 
some characteristics of a bad friend. Here's what to me, and I mean, we are human. I'm going to say I'm not perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. You're not perfect. Mm-hmm. We're all going to not be available when a friend calls. Right. It I happens. have been not available because life happens. You know, you got things going on and work on a project. And then Nick could be calling me about this podcast in a day. I'm not going to return a phone call. She, until, don't, she don't be answering at, my call. I don't. I, at times <laughs> it get like that. But ladies and men, you all can identify stuff, stuff and life happens. happens. And you got to prioritize. But you do. That bingo. You said it. Mm-hmm. And because Danette's my good girlfriend, she's not going to hold a grudge and take it. Like, she's like, okay, Shane don't get back to me when she can. Everything right. something's going on. And I feel the exact same way with any one of my my friends. If they know I, that I'm not reachable, then I will definitely get return and get back with you. Right. May not be that day. And vice versa with them. If I can't get them, I don't feel no love loss. I'll call them again or they will definitely return my phone call but let me just share with you uh, and I researched this on Google of characteristics of a good friend Um, they make sure that you're okay the moment you said something wrong Mm -hmm. like my girlfriends, my five can sense that something's wrong. They can tell probably my voice. I don't mm-hmm. know. Can you tell when something's wrong with me? I can tell because you're quiet and that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> if ever I call and Shane is like, hey, then I know something is completely wrong. First of all, Shana answers the phone like this. Hey, what's wrong? It, at first, it used to bother me. I'd be like, why she always thinks I'm I wrong? Do? You do. Whenever you, I call you, you always answer with, hey, what's wrong? But I noticed you do that to other people, not because you think something's wrong, but because you answer the phone with concern. Like, hey, not, hey, what's up? Hey, what's wrong? What do you need? What can I, I do for you? I never noticed I did that. You do. I, I don't take it personal. I know your personality type, and I know that sometimes if I call, especially if I call, like, we, like we, we're not every day on the phone type friends. So sometimes if I call, you're automatically like, I know this is going on in Dana's life. So I wonder if such and such happened yet. I wonder if we fixed this problem. I wonder if she's calling the vent. So uh-huh. when you answer the phone for me, I know I have your complete attention and you're like, hey, what's wrong? Oh, okay. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I never know as I answer, hey, what's wrong? Could it be because I'm always got something I got to deal with? Probably. Gotta, yeah. The type of person, people that we are and stuff going on in I our know. lives. And people call you for stuff, same as they call All me for stuff. So when I answer the phone, I just say, hey, and then I just wait, like put my shoulders up and cringe. Oh, my <laughs> God. Hey, what can I do for you? I never noticed that I did that. Oh, I don't like that. Maybe next year I'll change that. I want to answer the phone pleasant like, hey. <laughs> Shana speaking, how may I help you? But I've seen you do that to other people, too. Another reason I don't take it personal, when I, when you're here and your phone rings, you do that. You've done that to him once or twice. <laughs> you have. <laughs> hey, boo. <laughs> you don't answer the phone like, hey, boo. You'd be like, hey, what's, what's wrong? Oh, okay. You, you at work? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my. I never noticed that. Oh, my God. Okay. So then, know when to be serious. This is point number two. Know when to be serious mm-hmm. and when to be goofy. That yes, is true. That's very important. That's because we laugh a lot. But then we know when to be serious. Yeah, we do know when it's You hear the silence that happens? I know, like. <laughs> people, people, why thought that we stopped recording? <laughs> yeah, we do know when to be serious. It don't happen that much. Yeah. Okay, go the extra mile when you ask for help. Yeah. Yes, that's important. And I will say this, because I had brunch <laughs> over here not too long ago. And... I'm like, Danette is my ride or die. She came over here and helped me set up. She helped me. She even cut her finger trying to get I sure food. Did. And then she said, oh, hold up, I gotta go because my girlfriend's stranded in the middle of my brunch. I was like, say what now? <laughs> 
You gonna do I what? Did. But Danette is a true friend, and her girlfriend was stranded, or something happened to her key, and Danette got in the middle of my brunch, and I had Hannah tattoos and all this I for my gone. close friends. I had to drive an hour to her and an hour to bring her back, and then I came back to the brunch. Yes, yes, I did. But but that's a true that friend. friend she you know, me. you go to extra mile when it, um, go to extra mile when they ask for help. Mm-hmm. Then four is they don't give up give up on you during their darkest hour. That's true. That's very important. Yeah, uh, I will say um, my darkest hour, which I haven't—I just kind of been skirting around it—was when I lost my ex-husband unexpectedly because we were all together chilling the day before, and I mm-hmm. think that Danette and I and, and my um, fantastic five mm-hmm. even had a conversation about—we had a conversation about him mm-hmm. the week. Uh, the last week of his life and um oh my god I would say that was a lot that was like a gray area that was just a lot it was it was it was hard it was and you know what again when you have that good group of friends when when your circle of friends came together to pour love on you it was like we all were there for one purpose and I could feel the love from all your friends like we're all friends now because we all love Shana. That's a wonderful thing right there. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was a tough time. It was a tough time. That was a very tough time. And I I, I just remember being in the back of your car and we all were going to Baltimore mm-hmm. and you all were trying to keep me laughing mm-hmm. and it was just so hard and yeah, y'all were there for me. Oh my God. Like to confront that and see that and you all got me yo I mean that's when you know your girlfriend like your worst moment like going to the Mm -hmm. funeral home and I almost passed out like Mm -hmm. they got me and even when other things was around, they were blocking me like, no, nope, nope well, nope, uh, we nope. got what you need, what nope, you need, nope, don't do it, nope, don't come to go, don't come bring it this her. way, we're not right, doing don't that. do they, they, they shielded me from that, and I will say that, dang, then that. Let's not, let's not do. This is not that episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you just think about all the support, because mm-hmm. I mean. You never know who your friends are until that time when you when need, you need them. them the most. Yes. And me being stronger was so hard for me to say, I need help. Right. I need help. Like, I, I'm not right. Right. Because I wasn't right. But you know the type of friends that you have and the type of friends that we are. You don't have to say you need help. No, yeah. You, Something like that was so devastating for you and Jackson that all we could do is just be there for you. Cause that's what friends are supposed yeah. to do. Yeah, you all definitely were there with me in my darkest hours and carried me through even the middle of the night when I couldn't sleep and stuff. And whoa, but anyway, going to number five. <laughs> <laughs> Make them feel wanted. Yes, you definitely have to. You have to be a reciprocal. You have to reciprocate. What's the, what's the word? Can't even be say the word. Reciprocal. I'm, let's say just reciprocate. Reciprocate. <laughs> <laughs> the action. Yeah. You gotta put it's like a relationship. It's give and take, take mm-hmm. and give. You have to put in what you want out of it. If you're gonna be that friend that only call up when you broke up with your man, now Ooh. you wanna be a friend. Now mm-hmm. I was that girlfriend when I was in high school. Uh-huh. And probably when I was probably in college too. <laughs> I will be like, drop all my friends for a dude. Mm-hmm. And my uh girlfriends from church, shout out to 3E. 
That's not a good reference. They were like, oh, Shayna must got a man because she, she knew where I right? Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, am I really like that? And I was, and that was wrong. I just didn't know how to balance it because I was, you know, immature. You don't know. But you know what? I've had in my in my early, later 20s, early 30s, some of the friends that I had that I, I'm still kind of friends with now and some I'm not really friends with. They were uh, those type of friends. Oh, really? They were, I always say they're, they're man crazy. Because when you're in that 30s, you're looking for a husband. Some people's clocks start ticking a little bit earlier than others. And I just felt like your main goal in life is to find a husband. So our shared passion was not the same. Because I wasn't looking for a husband when I was 27 to 35. I wasn't interested in that. And yet, every time we hang out, or we're supposed to hang out, if that dude call you, all of a sudden I get dropped like a hot potato. So those friendships didn't, they didn't last. Yeah. And I'm quite sure some girlfriends, my past girlfriends, dumped me because of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quite sure that's why I'm not friends with some of the girls. Yeah. And I was like that. I'll be guilty of that. I just didn't know how to balance it. Right. But you know what? I worry. I don't worry about it because I'm not that type of person. But when I started on this journey, like, I would like to get married. I want to find a husband. I had to think about that. Like, I hope I'm not that friend that I got rid of. I'm not man crazy or boy crazy. But I am you know kind of laser focused on my goal for the future but not to the detriment of my friendships you know what i'm yeah. saying my girlfriend's got to be here with me on this journey as True. i meet the man for me but it changes though yeah i was here's what i would say because i know that my mom always told me because she completely like all about my dad you mm-hmm. know they've been married 41 years and she's like you know my my father everything right like, that's, right that's this it and I just wanted to always have, I wanted to always have that balance. Mm-hmm. But when in my marriage, my first, my, my, right. But when I was married, that was an issue. He said I had too many friends because mm-hmm. I didn't give him the attention. And that was true. I yeah. really didn't give him the attention that I should have given him. And I know this now, if I ever decide to get married, um, I will, I will have, I, I know that. And I know that it will have to be balanced. Like I do, uh, respect my married girlfriends. Like my best friend is married, been married to her best friend for 20 years. Shannon is also a close girlfriend, um, been married to 20 years. And I admire their balance mm-hmm. because it, it, the, the single, the married Shana then turned to a single Shana. They still were able to talk to me mm-hmm. and, you know, we'll talk on the phone and everything. But what I would say is that their priority is their family. It's mm-hmm. their husband and their family. We don't get to go out and, you know, like right. a single girlfriend like you and I can do. But I know that they, they're, they're up there because anything I need as far as if, if I'm struggling with something, they're going to be there emotionally to support support me right not you know in the physical sense right but also if it's if it's something important or major oh yeah then they'll definitely be there. oh my god but if yes. it's something frivolous or just hang out right then you you understand like i can't ask my girlfriend let's go to the to the happy hour i can't i can't ask <laughs> leisha shout out to my best friend and, and shout out to shannon i can't ask them to go to the happy hour i i i i know i respect their role in their life right. which is uh, a wife first and a mother second or whatever their role is but I know that's their role that's most important and right. I understand that when we have our you know uh, big major milestones then of course yeah we're going to be there for each other but yeah you you, you understand this and expect the role I do think if I do get married again I will do things differently 
I'm gonna be honest. I probably I'm not gonna get rid of a fabulous spot because look at our girlfriend Renata. You That's know, true. Renata, she found love, and we would never think the day would come when she would just leave the area. I know. I was like, no, not my Nana. <laughs> That's what Jackson called it. Our Nana. She left the area, found love, and she is truly happy. And that's what you have to do. You about your man. Your man don't wife you up. You do you. You live your best life. And she's got a great balance because Renata is not physically here. Mm -mm. And she's not around for the the everyday hangouts and, and drinks. But Renata's always around. Yeah. And we're on our way to Renata's house like in, in a, a week few or two. Weeks, in a few weeks. <laughs> because yeah. she's still part of the crew, even she though she's not definitely. here. And we know that her husband is her top priority. Yep. Shout out to Cash. Right. Yeah, Cash. Shout out Cash. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for loving our girl. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you have to balance it all. I mean, I think your relationships change and mature, you know, when you go through different uh, milestones in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, a good girl, a good friend would tell you, I've always got your back. I always got your back and mean it. That's true. They understand and respect boundaries. That's what I just talked about a little bit about their family. And I'm, I'm not going to ask my girlfriends that I'm married to go to, let's go see some strippers or go to the stadium. I'm not going to do that. I, I just know. Um, be honest and, and, constru- and get constructive criticism when needed. Mm-hmm. I did definitely told y'all my Fantastic Five does that. And you introduce them to others. I think you all know each other, definitely. Right, right. Everyone knows who you are. Um, then be okay with gaps in conversations, which we do. <laughs> and um, what's these things? Okay, keep in touch and make sure you don't drift apart. Like That's we important. we don't have to talk every day. Right. We don't talk every day. But I think we talking could, every day would be sickening, honestly. Like we have lives outside of <laughs> sickening. Is that the word you no, want to use? No, not. It's just a lot I, because I have sisters who call me every day. So uh, yeah, I love you, sisters. Uh-huh. But like, I don't have to talk to you every day. Sometimes I just want to be to myself. Sometimes I, I need to talk to my other friend that I don't talk to that often. Well, shoot, Maybe if I had to talk to all my friends every day, girl, when would you not get up be on the phone? I know. And I also have a relationship. And also tend to Jackson. Yes. And also tend to my career. Yes. It was one point I did feel overwhelmed. Because it was uh-huh. like one day was like, I don't know. Everyone needed something. And mm-hmm. I felt like I had to be mm-hmm. there for everybody. Because I'm always, if you do for me, I do for you. I'm going to ride or die back for you. It was one day I felt so overwhelmed and exhausted. But I got through it. Um, so yeah, this was an interesting topic. It to was discuss. a great topic. I feel like a better friend just for hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Before we wrap though, uh-huh. just give a few little like tidbits of when okay. you know you're a bad friend because yes, that's important, right? I think everyone has had a dose of that besides you and all your sisters, but other people. <laughs> <laughs> sisters can be bad friends too. Oh, okay. I, we, just, we happen to love each other through the pain. Okay, mm. so signs that you might be a bad friend or that you that you might be a bad friend is when you project your own negative qualities onto them mm. so um friends that for example if you prone to, if you happen to be talking about people behind their back mm-hmm. or you just want people that you yap yap yapping mm-hmm. all the time um you want to and you begin to blame others and talk about how they are and oh you yeah. know some per, people Negatively with a negative attitude it projects onto you yeah so, that's not good and then also when you find yourself criticizing and blaming them for everything oh my god that's not good either you you start to feel like nothing is your fault because you always right and you get the big head 
Oh, wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> everything is wrong because of them. Mm. That's not good. Mm-hmm. And then you only spend time with them when you need something. <laughs> that's ooh. Had a friend like that. Yeah, I had that friend too. You know what? That friend only needed a wingman. That's when, you know, I was hanging out with women who were man crazy. They were looking for a husband. And I guess maybe you just can't be at the bar by yourself. So, mm. yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, you, they, let me start saying, stop saying you and say they, they evade all responsibility, leaving you to handle everything. Oh my God. So you got that friend that, that wants you to do it all. There's no teamwork involved. There's no camaraderie. It's just, I need you to get this done for me. Um, <laughs> excuse me. They never think about how they make you feel. Mm. That's important. If you have a friend that does not consider your feelings or emotions and it's all take, 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 take. It's all about me and what I want. That's not a good friend. And that's how I felt about that time when I was seven months pregnant with Jackson and I had that <laughs> phone call show about, oh, we can't go. Uh-huh. Sorry. Go ahead. I digress. Ooh, and, and, and more, you didn't mention this, but I know the backstory. They have a need to feel like they need to one up you. Like they try to outdo everything. She ain't mentioned I that part of the franchise. Story. You, you, I want to start with franchise too. I want to move to North Carolina. <laughs> I want to move to North Carolina too. Mm-hmm. You don't want that friend. Girl. Um, and they don't listen to what you have to say. A friend that doesn't listen, like, what's the point? Why are you here? Yeah. And then they never stick to their word. That is the absolute worst. If I can't count on you to do what you say you're going to do, again, these are all reasons why you just can't be in my circle to begin and with. And that's not, it's like, friend, not even, it's not even an associate. That's just a, a no, nothing to you. Exactly. Nothing to you. So, okay, that's cool. Thank you for giving those tips because people do need to hear what are some um, characteristics of a bad friend. Mm-hmm. And I think it's necessary for them to know. Um, I have a quote and <laughs> I don't know. I, I follow a lot of people in Instagram, some inspirational people from Instagram mm-hmm. and Marvin Sapp happens to be another one. <laughs> I think I said something about him, but he has some good stuff. Y'all, if you want to follow somebody with some good motivational uh, content, it's Marvin Sapp, the single Marvin Sapp. And it said he had a quote that resonated with me and it says cutting people out of your life doesn't mean you hate them. Mm-hmm. It simply means you respect yourself. Oh. Not everyone is meant to stay. That's it. Where's my two snaps? Yes. yes. I like that. That is so poignant and, and perfect for tonight's topic Isn't because it? the one thing we didn't really touch on very hard and we the time is, is running along, but it's okay to cut certain friends. You know, some friends can't continue on this journey with you. And yep. as you already already hinted at, certain people come into your life for a season. Yes. And and that's and then when you learn whatever you can learn, you glean whatever you can glean from that experience, yeah. and then you keep it moving. And I will say this is good that you can keep in contact with Facebook. You see the milestones of they get married right. or baby, birth right. of their child or whatever. But it doesn't have doesn't necessarily mean that you could you have to be enemies. There it is. You know, you could just be cordial. Hey, cordial. how are you doing? Yes. And keep it moving. There it is. Keep it moving. Well, let me give you my quote. My quote tonight is from Jim Morrison. Um, and it says, a friend is someone who gives you total freedom to be yourself and especially to feel or not feel. Whatever you happen to be feeling at any moment is fine with them. That's what real love amounts to. Letting a person be who they really are. Mm. That one is like... That deserves yes. a snap like yes, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one too. Yes, yes, yes. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, it has all, as always, it's been a pleasure um, talking about friendship with you guys. 
Um, and also, don't forget that we are now live. So we, Yay, we're live. You can talk to us. You can message us. You can send us questions. You can send us comments. Please send us your feedback. We've been getting amazing feedback. Yes, so we far. have. Thank you, guys. And, and please send a comment or a message and we'll shout you out. I can't think of uh, all the people right now. I do want to shout out Jermaine, who's our Jermaine. marketing manager. Jermaine Selby, if you guys need a logo, if you need some graphic design, if you need some marketing work, please DM us. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Send us a message and we'll put you in touch with, touch with our marketing manager. Yes. And if you need to reach out to us, we're available on Instagram and on Facebook at She Got Goals Podcast. And you can also email us at SheGotGoalsPodcast.com. So, until from, next time, from your two friends. 